financial literacy, and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. I'm Jess Tyler, and welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Good morning. Good morning, Jess. How are you? I am doing good, and we've got a big topic today. Oh, my gosh. There's so much stuff to cover on the student loan forgiveness. Everyone is talking about it, for sure. You know, it, it kind of kills me, Jess, because there are programs that have been available for student loan forgiveness and income-based repayment and all those kinds of things that we talk about we try to utilize for people for years. But now all of a sudden, bam, there's this, you know, you might be eligible for this word forgiveness, right, of some of your debt. And so immediately it's in the news again. Of, of course it is. Of course it's important to people. It's a hot topic. <laughs> it, it sure is. And there are people on on both sides of the fence. Even I've been on both sides of the fence. fence. Just trying to state what, you know, that you can see that there's some gray area here. There are people who say, thank goodness my loans are going to be forgiven or part of my loans are going to be forgiven and isn't this great with no consideration whatsoever to how somebody else might feel about whether, not that they don't care how somebody else feels, but to the other side of the argument, which is, how is this fair? I busted my butt to pay off of these student loans. Where's my refund? Mm -hmm. Or I didn't get student loans. I chose another path. Where's my retribution, right? Yeah, I go back and forth on it. I mean, I just talked to somebody this morning who was saying, you know, they just finished paying off their student loans, which was not easy last month. So it won't apply to them. But, you know, are you begrudging someone else that maybe needs the help? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, it's very controversial, I would say. Well, now that's an interesting comment because it might apply to them if they just finished paying off their student loans last month, if they had the right kind of loans mm-hmm. and were making payments. There's so much great stuff in here. And, and I should preface this show by saying, we don't know yet. Right. <laughs> right? We're, we can only deal with what's come out from the government so far. In the next few weeks, I would say maybe even a couple of months, the details will you know, become more apparent and it'll become a little easier to understand. But we're, we're going to break things down by like what dates are important for you to do things by. And, you know, let's talk about that for a minute. If they had the right kind of loan and they were making payments during the period of time, basically since Biden has been president, mm-hmm. because since he's been president, nobody's had to pay a, a dollar of student loan debt if they had federal loans, but they might have chosen to. A lot of people were saying, look, while my loans are in this uh, this temporary pause status where the interest isn't accruing and I don't have to make a payment, I'm going to take advantage of that and pay a lot of my principal down. Mm-hmm. And many people did this. They were wise to think, hey, I'm going to do this and pay my principal down. Right. And now they're a little hot under the collar because they're saying, wait a minute, I didn't have to make those payments. I made them. Now what? Mm-hmm. But under that circumstance, they may be eligible for a refund of these last couple of years of payments. Oh, well, that's good to know. So you should tell your friend that. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the biggest things is this has to be, there are some basic criteria that everybody seems to be talking about already. We're going to rehash it just for a second and then talk more in detail about how you unravel this. The first is they've got to be the right kind of loans. Private loans aren't going to be forgiven. They've got to be these direct kinds of federal loans. Mm -hmm. So if you have, let's say, federal Perkins loans, that's not eligible, but you can consolidate them and convert them into direct loans, and those will be eligible. Okay. So you got to do the dance. Government says it's got to be this, not that. Here's how you get it done. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So there's so many details about this. Anyway, they've got to be the right kind of loans, and you have to be in the right kind of income group. Now, that is 125000 for single filers, 250000 annual income for couples or heads of household. Mm, it's still, that seems pretty high. Well, immediately, people with really high income have already said to me, is that adjusted gross income? <laughs> is that after all my taxes and expenses? I mean, it's really funny how, how hard people are trying to get this student loan forgiveness of 10000 or $20,000 when we know that people have a lot of student loans. So there's something that I, I have taken exception to, and I don't know, call it an angle or whatever, but the statistics that I'm reading that are, that are quoted in things, in articles that say, you know, 40% of Americans have less than $25,000 in student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Send them to me. I'd like to see them. Yeah. Because I think that's less than federal student debt, you know, that, that amount in federal student debt. But then there's all this private loan stuff that people take on. If you just think about that for a minute, the logic of what a four-year college costs somebody mm-hmm. and how much they can actually get in federal student loans, the fact that 40% would have less than 25000 in student loans, doesn't the math doesn't work. It's got to be federal loans they're talking about. Okay. But it gets published everywhere like, hey, you know, all these people are going to have all this debt forgiven. They're going to be fine. Yeah, for federal loans. For the right kinds of federal loans, if you're in the right income bracket, you will get up to $10,000 if you don't have Pell Grants or up to $20,000 if you do have Pell Grants. Why do they say up to, right? There's another thing. It gets published all over the place. It's up to $20,000. Well, who decides what up to is? Is that based on how much you owe? Well, it is based on how much you owe. So it was a little tease to say, what's this up to thing? But basically all they're saying, which, again, you know, government language is always so crazy. If you only owed 15000 and you're eligible for $20,000, you are only getting 15000 Yeah, you're not, they're not going to give you a check for five grand, so forget that. Exactly. But yeah. isn't it silly to say it that way? Why don't they just say, you know, up to the max of what you owe with a $20,000 cap or whatever? But anyway, mm-hmm. up to ten or up to $20,000. Okay, there are some... Other important points about this that are really, some of the dates that are being thrown around, I think, are the most important thing for people. When you have to do things by or you missed the boat. Okay. Right? All right. So the first thing is, by October 31st, we have all these temporary changes to the public service loan forgiveness program, mm-hmm. a, a separate topic that we'll talk about as well. But this is the stuff where, you know, even without this ten dollars or $20,000, you might be eligible to have all your student debt forgiven if you worked for the right place and made the right number of payments blah, 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 which we can talk about. But there are some temporary changes to that public service loan forgiveness program that will expire on Halloween of this year. Okay. October 31st. I like to say Halloween because it sticks in our minds better than October 31st. Mm -hmm. And those temporary changes, Jeff, they waive certain eligibility criteria for this PSLF program. So, for instance, you might not have been eligible for the, the treatment if your loans, if your payments weren't on time or they weren't full payments in the past. But under this temporary waiver, you might be eligible for forgiveness. Even if you even if your payments were zero, you might be eligible for this. So you really should check out the public service loan forgiveness tool uh, that you can find at uh, studentaid.gov and other places as well, you know, that will link to it. But studentaid.gov is a great place to go for this sort of thing. But if you miss the boat, if you enroll on or after November 1st, you will not be eligible for these special temporary treatments. You might still be eligible to, to have your loans forgiven, but if you have any thought that you've worked for any agency that might qualify, which 
which could be, for instance, somebody who works on bridges. It does not have to be that you were, you know, a volunteer in uh, in the Peace Corps, although that actually qualifies, believe it or not. Okay. So there's all these things. So you can go and find this information on, on the web, and we'll talk more about it if, if we have time. But so that's October 31st. By early October of this year, they're supposed to have some sort of simple application available for us where you fill it out to get this loan forgiveness of ten or $20,000. Mm-hmm. Now, they claim that eight, 8 million, with an M, 8 million borrowers may be eligible for this relief automatically. because you, you don't have to go and fill anything out. Supposedly, okay. because the relevant income is supposed to already be in the U.S. Department of Education's hands. Got it. Okay. But if you're worried that it's not, you're going to wait for this simple application or, or you know, even just to be sure, you're going to have to complete this simple application make sure that you apply for this. However, it's not going to be available until early October. Why? I don't know. How tough could it have been to get the application ready when this thing happened? But it's not going to be ready till early October. So this is one of those things, like you always say with your 401k statement, don't ignore it. Get to it sooner rather than later. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things you could do to help yourself out is if you want to be notified when that application opens up, mm-hmm. you can sign up for that. Oh, at perfect. The They've got a subscription page and you can just sign up and say, I want to know when this thing is available. Because right now, people are telling me they went to suemade.gov and they waited and they waited mm-hmm. and they waited because, you know, everybody's on there trying to get what they need done. Right. Okay. So November 15th, they're saying if you're going to apply for this pause that we have, this these extended, I mean, if you're going to apply for the forgiveness, excuse me, because we have this extended pause, which we didn't talk about yet, but there's a final extension on pausing these payments that are due on federal loans. Remember, they were supposed to start September 1st? Yes. Yeah, well, now they're not going to. Now they're going to start January 1st. Okay. And they are claiming that that is a final extension. Which, they've, words, said, which they've said before. I know. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I know. I know. I know. But I think this time they might be serious about it. So you have to do this by December 31st because stuff is going to expire. Okay. But it's going to take about four to six weeks for you to get relief if you file for this ten dollars or $20,000 forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It's going to take about four to six weeks for that to process. And the application is only going to be available at the beginning of October. So they're saying they're advising people to file by November 15th so that you get that forgiveness before your payments become due again on January 1st. Right. Okay. So this is a fun fall time for everybody, don't you think? <laughs> well, just, you when you got, just when you got the tax season over with, now you're starting with this. Well, exactly. I mean, what are you doing for the holidays? Oh, let's see. On Halloween, I'm going to make sure that my... <laughs> That I've done this stuff with the TSLF program because my temporary stuff is going to, uh, my temporary options are going to disappear on November 1st. And uh, sometime around Thanksgiving, I'm going to make sure that I filed for this release because by Christmas, <laughs> my payments will be due again. <laughs> my payments are going to be due again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, maybe these timelines will stick in somebody's head. January of 2023, resuming payments, of course. And the absolute most important date, believe it or not, even though it's out more than a year, is December 31st, 2023. Okay, what's that date? You have to apply for this before then. If you don't, you won't get it, according to this. Now, we don't know if when December 31st comes and people have not applied for their forgiveness of ten or 20000 if that will be extended. But right now, they're saying, this is how long you have to do it. And by December of 2023, the door is going to close. You're not going to have this forgiveness on the table anymore. 
Now, a question for you, and you might not know the answer to this, but uh, someone asked me about this and I didn't know. If President Biden is not reelected and say it changes parties, could they go back and say and, and reverse this and decide that you do owe the money? Or once this is done, it's done? Well, not being a political operative, I would say there's my disclaimer. I think it's not likely that it could be reversed. Okay. I, I think, um, it, but but technically, I mean, executive orders, you know, I think Biden reversed some of Trump's executive orders, right? Mm, so yeah. it, it could be done, but I logically, I cannot imagine the politician who would say, this is a good idea. Right. That Yeah, this looks good. Okay. Someone asked me that and yeah. I was like, oh, I have no idea. We're at their mercy on this stuff, right? I mean, we hope for the best and we do what we can, but, you know, I don't know, we're making lemonade out of lemons here. You know, they're saying things like to smooth the transition of repayment and prevent unnecessary defaults. They're going to extend this pause Mm -hmm. until December 31st. I don't know. I mean, I think there are people who are going to be very pleased about that, that they don't have to pay for a few months. But I have people already telling me we can't afford these payments when they resume. Right. And yet they were affording them before. So what's changed? Money got spent. Yeah. Debt was taken on, whatever. So this is a can of worms. No doubt about it. But we'll help to unravel it a little bit more in, in the second half, I think. All right. Can we get your phone number in case anyone has any questions? Absolutely. It's 413-773-3333. And you can visit HugYourMoney.com. More with The Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ryan, with Part 2 of Financial Fitness, coming up next on WHMP.